John, you really ought to be ashamed of yourself. You know, this was a new low for you. Talking about the new 2022 Nightster, you know, you made our guest look silly today. I made James look silly? Yeah, well, yeah, we invited him because he knows a lot about the motorcycle. Uh And when one question came up that none of us really know the answer to, you took a wild guess, happened to get it right, and then claimed that you knew more about the bike than anybody else. That's bullshit, Mark. I you you'll you'll see that I actually knew what I was talking about when it comes to that seat. You watch. Fair enough. We're gonna call Mark the math magician. <laughs> Welcome to the Behind the Bars podcast, where we discuss all things motorcycles, memories, and mayhem. Oh, this is awesome. Sponsored by Wilkins Harley Davidson. Let's get this thing started. Here's John and Mark. On the line with us today is someone we've been trying to get to come on our podcast for a little while, James McClenahan from Myers Durin, uh, Harley Davidson, out in Tulsa, right? Tulsa, Oklahoma, James? That's correct. Tulsa, okay. Oklahoma. It's a pleasure to be on your old podcast. We appreciate that. Uh, James is a, a, a really sharp, very innovative guy, um, but we wanted to have him on the podcast today, Mark, right, is to talk about what just came out today, the new 2022 Harley-Davidson Nightster, which is a 975cc engine. And I thought, what better way? And so James, prior to the call, this call, was just saying that we, we we forced him in. Did he say that? He said that you persuaded him. Okay. I thought he used the word forced. I would say it was more like a, a strong arm. Okay. It was a strong arm. Well, John, did you not invite him or did you make him do this? No, I, didn't, I don't make anybody do anything. Well, he said you strong-armed I know. him. James, regardless, J- welcome, James. We're happy you're here. James is a really smart guy, and he follows. He does a really um, – I don't like giving him a lot of compliments, but he follows. He really picks up on trends, and he um, oftentimes will tell us months in advance. And I don't think it's from inside information. I think he just has a good un- understanding on where the motorcycle industry is heading. And uh, so what better day – launch day on this new nightster 975 um we all watched the the welcome video which was really long it was a ha- almost a half an hour 27 minutes and about 14 seconds well i'm glad that you record that i did uh you did something <laughs> useful and uh so so um this this video was actually longer than i think the entire release the entire like new model year release it was, and it's particularly captivating because not only does it debut the model, but what it really does is illustrates that this concept, that this is an instrument of expression, is what they're calling this model, Harley-Davidson is. Um, they spent a lot of time showing the expression portion of it, all the custom shops that have already taken this bike under wing and begun to turn it into these amazingly unique one-of-a-kind creations that's what this bike is about it's fantastic james i have a question for you right out of the gate based on mark's point how in the hell did this motorcycle land on the laps of all these people and not make its way onto the web man i don't know harley harley's like apple in in a a lot of regards They, they keep it under wraps pretty well Apparently, I don't understand. How did we not well, see some leaked photos of this on Jody Perowitz's bench? 
Yeah, and it went to Germany, yeah. Japan. I mean, not just in the United States. It went all over the world already. Exactly. It's incredible. So, so James, did you watch the? Did you watch this video, or are we talking about something that you haven't even seen? No, no, I watched the video as well. I, I was uh, impressed with the launch, and I mean, I, you guys hit the nail on the head. It was longer than the actual release of all of our new product line, so it was uh, pretty impressive. But you know, the Sportster has been a long-term legacy with Harley Davidson, so. I mean, and that bike's the one that's inspired a lot of custom bike builders to build bikes off of that bike. So it's, uh, you know, I think it was a well put together uh, broadcast. So right out of the gate, James, what 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 sticks out for you on this 975 uh, Nightster? Like, what 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 are what what were you like? Finally, they got it, or wow, or this is crap. What stuck out? Well, for me, I'm excited. It, you know, it's a long overdue, uh, basically, a renovation of the bike. I mean, we've had the, like, let's compare it to the Iron 883. I think that bike was introduced in 2009. Um, as far as innovations to the Sportster family, it's kind of gone without any, any innovation for a long period of time. And it's just, in my opinion, it was long overdue. So I'm excited to see this bike. Yeah, I mean, two new renovations between the Sportster S and now the new Nightster. We're really seeing this this class of Harley-Davidson come into its own and becoming a modern motorcycle. I mean, it hasn't lost any of uh, its its history and its, um, its iconic uh, stance, but it now is a completely different motorcycle. I mean, I was struck by a couple of images in the, um, in the preview this morning, particularly the, of the way... The motor is a part of the chassis, uh, and we see this, of course, in the Pan America. The RevMax motor, um, they showed an image of somebody who was taking this bike apart, one of the customizers, and you, what you really see is a three-part chassis. There's a front end, a back end, and the motor is the middle. And I just, it's fantastic to see this modern uh, approach to the bike. It certainly takes weight off of it, um, creates a much lower center of gravity, uh, the fuel tank. I mean, let's talk about that. The fuel tank is not the fuel tank, is it? How is it not the fuel tank, Mark? Well, the fuel tank is actually under the seat. Mm-hmm. It is not what looks like the fuel tank. And you wouldn't know that unless you watched the this video. And indeed, I wouldn't. That's know correct. That. Okay. What other things are sticking out for you guys that that uh, were impressive? Because I'm so I'm one just of the pleased things that Mark mentioned. That I was curious about is you know how do you fill up the fuel tank is it going to be similar to like the v-rod years ago where you lift the seat up yeah or is it actually a gas tap yeah well that's a that's it's identical to the v-rod i'm glad that you asked um i'm I'm sorry that you and mark didn't do as much research as i did but yeah the the (laughs) seat that little solo seat flips up it's got like a little uh tether to it and right there is the is the uh the filler cap i taught you guys something um, yeah, did you, awesome. did, did you know that? Yeah. No, I, well, I knew that too, John. You just didn't give me a chance to th- talk about it. But the thing that's interesting about the fuel tank is not only is it under the seat, but the shape of the fuel tank is not to be um, forgotten here. It is actually a very uh, tall and thin cylinder so that the fuel goes really low in that motorcycle. It actually goes below... Um, the engine so it looks like a instead of being a horizontal cylinder it's a vertical cylinder so when you are topping that with fuel 
it's dropping way down low into the lowest portion of the bike, creating a really super low center of gravity on that bike, which I think is really amazing. It's like a cookie jar. It looks like a cookie jar, a mason jar. That's right. I like but, the cookie jar idea. Well, however you want to put it, you can imagine that the weight of this liquid is now in a really low point in the bike as opposed to being riding up on top of the chassis, which is a, wholly, a whole different feeling to the bike. James, do you prefer a cookie jar or a mason jar? <laughs> I would say mason jar. Yeah. Well, you're from Tulsa, Oklahoma. They probably use mason jars down there, yeah? Yeah, for moonshine and stuff occasionally. Yep. Yep. I, well, I, well, I can also say it looks like a beer can, which would be my preference. This this bike would be like a like a like a moonshine runner, back in the day. No question about it. Uh, it's going to be fast. Yeah. What is it? it what, what were the stats on that, James? Did you did you catch that? Because I missed the some of the stats on the on the horsepower. Uh, it's ninety horsepower at a peak RPM of seventy five hundred RPM. And then I believe the, the torque was 70 foot pounds. Yeah, that's a torquey bike. Especially considering it's only 485 pounds. Right. Yep. Um, and and I, I didn't think they could get the weight much lighter than the Sportster S, but they, they proved me wrong. What what a. Sportster S in a running order, I think, 502 pounds. Yeah. It, 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 well, I wonder, I'm curious what caused, what, what the difference is on the weight. Um, I'll have to, have to find that out. What what caused it to be lighter because the sportster s does has the traditional fuel tank right yes okay yep. um but the, the 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 similarity between the two i love the fact that um they have the um the uh different you know ride modes so three three ride modes with and i think they get, maybe come with two extra that are maybe customizable or something like that but like you know, all engine mapping, braking, ABS, traction control um, are all tied to those ride modes. And that really, I think, just from my perspective, I think that's an underestimated or understated uh, change that Harley-Davidson has made with, with not a lot of people talk about it. When they when they go for a ride with these, they, they talk about sport mode and they put it in sport mode. But, you know, the, the idea is that it changes the fuel, the, the power delivery, the throttle response, um, the engine braking, and traction control—all of those are done, and you 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 have to um, give those some credit to understand to under you know the fact that really these bikes are—it's several bikes in one. I guess is my point. If you need to dumb it down and put it in rain mode, um, you know, where it's prioritizing safety, that's just in my mind that's really cool. We don't have that on a lot of models right now, so. Um, I was excited to see that, that they, they incorporated that, which, you know, I mean, it's a sportster. So on, on the Rev Max, everything else has it. It's just a nice um, add-on, I should say, that I think not a lot of people talk about with Pan America or Sportster S. You know, they talk about other things. Well, I think, Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, you know, I, I love the idea that you want, really want to ride the conditions, and these new generations of Harley-Davidson allow us to ride the conditions in a way that we couldn't do years ago. I mean, the fact that a push of the button is going to increase uh, your safety on a motorcycle is really um, a foundation of this whole concept. And I think that's amazing. It, you're not losing anything. And if you want to, if you want to ride in sport mode and the conditions are right, it's right there. But boy, you're a push button away from being much more in control of that bike in any condition. And I think that's terrific. You guys taught me something with the weight. I did not know 
that it was uh, that it was a significant weight difference between Sportster S. Was it James? Did he just say that, or were? Yeah, no, that, that that was me that just mentioned that. I mean, so like if you compare it to like our iron, that I mean, I, I keep comparing it to the iron. I guess coming back to that bike to compare this. The iron, the know, iron eight eighty three, or the iron twelve hundred. Iron eight eighty three, yeah, is what I'm comparing it to. You know, just based on the size of the motor and everything, and so, but you know, that bike in running order is like five hundred and sixty some pounds, exactly. Whereas this bike's four hundred eighty one pounds, and then. I mean, so it, it just it, it boggles my mind the fact that they were able to get the weight down that much, even from the Sportster S, which I, I think was 502 in running order. So it's just uh, it'd be a great bike, and with the low center of gravity, it's going to be real maneuverable, even at uh, low speeds, which will be awesome. Mark, how many pounds is that difference? I was curious if you were paying attention to that. Well, I had the weight as 485. Jim has it as 481. Um, yeah, James said 41, and then the 8083 is 564. Right. So that's. So what's the what's the exact weight difference? Well, it's about 80 something pounds. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I don't, I, I, do I look like a, a you know a math magician to you? I math magician. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's Sounds like you did a pretty good job. <laughs> I, I'm an artist. I'm not a mathematician <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what else? What else stuck out? I think that it's it's such an exciting time for Harley Davidson on so many fronts, right? Is um, to come out with this. This is perfect timing. That the season is just hitting. Um, James, are you are you uh, do you do you estimate that you're going to have these on your floor pretty soon? Well, I hope so. It's uh, it's prime selling season for us in Tulsa, so April's when everything's happening. So it would be great for it to be. Uh, here by the end of April, uh, I'm keeping my fingers crossed they show up early. Yep. Um, what else, Mark? Anything? Any other observations? Well, we I, didn't really get into this video part that you were so excited about that I said, please don't, don't. I don't want to hear um, about your thoughts on the video quite yet. Okay, so you know Harley Davidson is really portraying the 2022 Nightster as what they call an instrument of expression, right? And and what that implies to me. As this bike stock is fantastic, but it really is a blank canvas that's specifically suitable uh, to be to be customized and tailored to individual riders. I mean, this is the kind of bike that you can turn into a cafe racer. You could put apes on it. Uh, you, it to me, it's a it's a, a true chameleon uh, that will loan itself to almost any type of stylization. And the proof is is that the video sent it out to all of these different custom shops all over the world, Germany, Japan, and they all came up with these remarkably different looking uh, concepts from the same platform. So I love that Harley Davidson is saying, hey, you love to customize a bike, you really want a bike that you can make your own, here is basically a brilliant blank canvas for you to turn into your own. I love that angle. Uh, they mentioned it on several times during the video that this is an instrument of expression. Silence. Silence. James, did you uh, yes. did you did you did you enjoy the those that those portions of the video? I mean, were they did they do what what I think they were intended to do? Did they inspire you to do to make changes to this bike, or what were your thoughts on that? Uh, I thought the, the video did a good job. Uh, you know, I, the only thing I got to say, selfishly, I wish us Harley dealerships would have got a chance to customize this bike and show uh, everybody what we could have done. 
uh, with, with a custom bike. But as you said, we, we have to keep this under wraps too. So yeah. I don't know if uh, it would have been a lot harder the more people you give the bike to to keep it under wraps. But it's a, I, I thought the presentation was really good. You know, as I mentioned previously, it's the bike that inspired a bunch of people to customize Harley Davidson's. And uh, it, it's, uh, you know, I think they did an awesome job. Nice. Well, I know James uh, James is in his prime selling season, so uh, I don't want to eat up too much of his time, but I appreciate his uh, carving out a few minutes for us just to talk about this bike because it really is an exciting time. I can't wait for these to hit the floor. Um, pricing, I think, is pretty uh, aggressive. I, 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 I thought in the thir- it was in the 13 bracket, James. Is that where they're coming out? Yeah, I think it was... Uh... Thirteen four ninety nine. I think the pricing is great, and I mean, just as you mentioned, you get a lot of uh, a lot of bang for your buck with all the technology you get on this bike, which is uh, you know with an upcharge on all the other sportsters yeah. prior to this bike. So, so I mean, and I don't know whether there's uh, surcharges or any of that stuff, you know, Harley Davidson surcharges on on the bike, or how that's going to work quite yet till we get a little more information. But either way, thirteen fourteen thousand dollars in my mind. That's a that's a like you said that's a lot of motorcycle, um, very exciting, uh, perfect timing for a lot of reasons. One of which is we no longer have iron twelve hundreds um, on the floor and very low on eighty three irons. So I think this is going to launch uh, at a perfect time. Hopefully dealers across the country get a get a bunch of them, and uh, we're excited. And James, you know, as far as uh, uh, you know, customizing, I, we're excited to see what Myers Duran does. Um, with their bike, they are in my mind um, one of the one of the premier dealerships in the country. Um, they are um, you know family owned. It's a um, it's a long long standing uh, dealership. Been around since what early 1900s, James. Yeah, so since 1912, the the two brothers that started the dealership started as the Celsius Henderson dealership, and then in uh, 1914 they uh, became Harley Davidson dealers. Crazy. What a, what a heritage, and, and these guys are still innovating and adapting, Mark. And so if you have an opportunity to go on their page or their Facebook page, um, Myers Duran is really a well-known name in, in the Harley-Davidson world. And so we're excited to see what they do. And, James, we appreciate you carving out a few minutes for us today, and hopefully we can have you back in the near future. Um, and uh, just, just want to appreciate your time. Appreciate you guys. James, thank you very much. Thank you, James. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Behind the Bars podcast, sponsored by Wilkins Harley-Davidson. Stay tuned for our next exciting podcast. Check out additional information on WilkinsHarley.com.